Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Happy Hump Day. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a Jaden Rashada review. That's five stars, guys. Five stars, just in case you were confused. I'm Anthony Totry, joined as always by Sean DePaz, Shane Diefenbach. He's MIA, and that's Love. pretty much why we got Jaden Rashad. Yeah, honestly. Pretty much. Only if, good things. If well, you're bad things, though. I mean, it was it was due. Yeah, we were due. We for, were due. Uh, for good news about <laughs> We were absolutely due to get um, not only Rashada, but a handful of other guys that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Um, we've already been live once today to break down the Jaden Rashada news. We've got some other guys that we want to get into a little bit that we've kind of already addressed throughout the last couple of weeks as they've committed. We'll obviously get back into Rashada. But before we do that, Sean, how's your day been, man? It's going, man. It started off early. Yep. Got here early for a nice little conversation with Coyotes All-Star, Clayton Keller, Ooh. on the PHNX Coyotes pod. Um, and then it got even better um, because of the obvious. It's a pretty good day. How's your day? It's, it's good, man. I'm tired. I'm be honest. Yeah. Did not get a whole lot of sleep last night mm. and then woke up early um, because the expectation was Rashada was going to sign. And we had already talked. I let you guys know last night that uh, that was that was the expectation. Um, so I'm glad I'm glad. You know, we were all prepared for today. Yeah. Everybody was prepared my. for today. Yeah. Uh, but let's kick it off, man. Like, I want to start. We'll, we'll finish with Rashada. But I want to talk about some of the guys uh, that are now a part of. The team, obviously, National Signing Day today. We've already talked about um, Thunderbird, yep. linebacker, Illinois kid, over 100 tackles last season. This is a guy that, again, I feel like if you don't get a Jaden Rashada, you don't get a Clayton Smith, you don't get uh, an Ashley Williams. This is, in, in previous seasons, and not to take anything away from Thunderbird, in previous seasons, this is like your cream of the crop guy yes, for ASU, yep, 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 yep. Um, which is is awesome to me that you don't lose those types of guys. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly the point I was going to make. Yeah, to see that that they are running the gamut because I mean it is uh, football is a contact sport. Guys get injured. Like yes, it's, it's good to have that top end talent, but you need depth as well. Yeah, um, and to see that there's depth, and not just depth, but there's going to be competition at a lot of positions if. Honestly, everything except for tight end really is yeah. a, like, and I guess fucking Jordan Clark spot. Like everything is going to be up for competition, um, yeah. which is super, super good. And it's going to be a, a, a nice competition between a mix of, of young guys, new guys and and transfer like returning or veteran type guys. So, um, yeah, man, the, the depth and the, and the number of people is just unbelievable. Yeah, no, and you look at this position specifically, right, at linebacker, you look at the the previous guys that played at Arizona State at that linebacker position, specifically over the last four years and change, right? You've got guys like a Connor Soley, a Kyle Soley, a Merlin Robertson, all three of those guys no longer with the program for different reasons. Connor Soley staying in the conference. He's now an Oregon Duck, um, but... Linebacker was a big hole. Yeah. Right? Like going into this offseason, you knew the transfer portal, you knew national signing day, early signing period, that you were going to need to go get guys at this position. So, what did Kenny and company do? Also, wait, 
Kenny and Company. Why would not? Cole. That goes that yeah. goes stupid. Kenny and Cole um, Moving Company. Moving on from whatever bum ass school they were at before <laughs> to this one. Damn. Uh give you on Thunderbird. You've got a guy in a in a crew, Jackson, and a handful of others, Clayton Smith, that are I don't even want to say plug and play guys, but I'm just really excited because I feel like this is gonna be more of a rotation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily gonna be a okay, the like years past, Merlin Robertson and Kyle Sully. Yep. You plugged and played those guys as starters and it wasn't changing. This is a season where I could see like, okay, we have got guys going in around the clock. We're keeping people fresh. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think it is. I mean, and it was only so big of a problem because Merlin and, and and Sully were so good at their jobs that where it's like, okay, it ultimately didn't matter if if we had depth there because they were, they were playing damn near, if not every snap mm-hmm. as it was. Um, but there's more question uh, question here. Those guys were were veterans. We knew what they were. We knew that yeah. they were the best on the team. You don't know what you have this year. So if you were in that same spot and you were like, well, these were the guys we got. We got to play them no matter what. That's a sticky situation to be in. Now they're in a situation where they're going to let guys compete. Um, and unlike the quarterback position, you don't really have a returner. Um, so uh, we talked a little bit this morning about how quarterback, I don't necessarily not Borgay's job to lose, but he is going to start yeah. with the ones because it was his job. You don't have that in the tight end room. Everyone here is new. So it is, it is going to be, I think, probably the fiercest comp- competition of any position group is going to be that linebacker, um, that those linebacker spots. So absolutely. Um, yeah. It, it, going back to the depth thing, it's just super exciting. I think it, all of this is going to bring the best out of, of the Sun Devil team. You're going to get the best version of this roster that you can get, I think. I mean, while we're talking about depth, we can move to the defensive line because they got a New Mexico transfer earlier today. Ian Shule, um, a big dude, 6'3", 250, played his freshman season, had some decent decent stats during his freshman season, redshirted his sophomore year. Um, so he's still got a lot of eligibility left. But going back to depth and going back to where this whole thing started with Kenny of bringing guys home, mm-hmm. right? He went to Williamsfield High School in Arizona. So it's another Arizona guy coming back. And you feel... I don't, I don't want to say you fill a need at defensive line because they did get a lot of other guys across that defensive line. They've got a lot of edge rushers that they picked up, yep. not only in the transfer portal, but in, during early signing period. But it, one thing that I think Shul brings that a lot of the others maybe don't have, right, in like a BJ Green that's been here, in some of the, the guys that they got um, during early signing period, is you've got a guy with experience, mm-hmm. right? And I know he redshirted his sophomore season, but he did get um, a lot of playing time his freshman year, and that carries over. Yeah. We talked last season specifically about the offensive line and how a lot of their guys were transfers. Obviously, the offensive line last year had its ups and downs, but just to get a guy that's got experience, it, it goes a long way. I mean, Nesta specifically, right? We knew what Nesta Jade Silvera was going to yeah. bring to this team. You take away what he did on the field, but to get a guy that's played collegiate football before yeah like that that carries weight in the locker room yeah for sure and i i feel like there's got to be some value this is me kind of just talking on my ass but like i feel like there's got to be some value in having a guy who played a lot freshman year and then got redshirted their sophomore year like kind of to a certain extent having the game taken away from them like i feel like there's got to be a certain amount of value in 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 the drive that they it just to the drive and the kind of unique perspective they would bring. Because it's one thing to get redshirted as a freshman, right? You're coming out of high school. You know you're taking a, a step up in a level. Um, you got to pay your dues to a certain extent. To get to get redshirted after playing freshman year is pro- probably sits a little different. Um, but, yeah, man, I, it, it's just the de- defensive line in general. Is that there's another spot where there's going to be great depth and really fierce comp- competition. Um but yeah, I, I I don't think it's just the, the thing that blows me away about this team is just that I think what you're now seeing is such great balance between this fresh talent and the more experienced transfer mm-hmm. talent. Um, and this is just another example of that. And you're seeing it at literally every position group. You're having such a, I think, kind of diverse in experience, diverse set of, of, of players at every yeah. single position. Um it's going back to what I was saying earlier. I feel this is going to drive competition to such a high level and bring out the best of, of damn near everybody on this team. And in like, I know we're talking national signing day today, but like just in terms of some of the transfer guys, what I like about this transfer class, and I know there's not a bunch of four or five stars along this transfer class. There's a handful, but you get a bunch of guys that were at big time schools. So they know what it takes, but they, they got passed up in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're not good. You look at a guy like Clayton Smith who 
was a five star going to Oklahoma, but they're just sometimes there's just not enough minutes for you. Well, right? yeah, that's the thing I, I, about a lot of this talent is sure you're getting a lot of three star transfers, but you're getting three star transfers that were four stars out of high school. Like and probably just didn't get a whole lot of opportunity at, at their first spot, so you don't really have a great idea of of whether or not they have actually lived up to that or have the ability to live up to that four star potential. Um, so there, there, there's so many guys that I think you're gonna are gonna be like, where the hell did he come from? Why yeah. is he our best player? Like why 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 is he dominating? Oh, it's just because he hadn't gotten an opportunity yet, and that's kind of what he was supposed to be. Um, yeah, it's just it's. Th- it's just so impressive, man. It's it really just is. So much more than I ever expected at this stage. Well, and you look at like specifically guys on the ASU roster, and uh, there's so much that goes into what these guys are rated, right? Out yeah. of high school, you look at a guy like Elijah Badger coming out of high school. He was a four star by by twenty four seven Sports, right? Like. But he puts like he plays like a five star. Yeah, he plays uh, like a five star in college. And, and this is a guy who is not like another thing about all this is a lot. Of, some of these guys just haven't been put in a position to succeed. Like like Badger, for example, he had two quarterbacks last year, neither of which were like great. He had a really bad Jaden Daniel season before that, by comparison, I suppose. Like he he has not really been in a position to succeed all that much, and that's it's probably the same for a lot of these guys. Um, so you put them in, in what is shaping up to be a re, a pretty decent team a really well coached team at the very least i think you're going to see a lot of these guys kind of just start get re, get a little closer to that that potential that they have um i try not to get too excited but i do think the country needs to take notice if you haven't already I mean, if I you know. haven't already what the, what the hell are you doing just based on numbers and let's i mean you want to continue talking about stars geo sanders who was the second leading receiver on this team last year who i thought put together a phenomenal season especially down the stretch he had no stars Coming out mm-hmm. of high school, you look at a guy like Kyle Soley, who was one of the nation's leading tacklers and the captain of this football team last season. He was a three-star linebacker coming out of high school. Like there are, you can only put so much weight into stars before you just get guys that show up and they play ball. That's yeah, what they do. Yeah, I mean, it. it listen, like high school recruiting is not easy. It's a little bit of a crapshoot. You're, you're yeah. you got. It's hard to. to judge these guys against the talent that they're playing, all of that kind of stuff. It's literally, it's like, it's speed dating. Yeah. Is what recruiting is. Yeah. And now the, now it's even, now it's even more like dating yeah. because there's money involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like before you could be a shit school or not a shit school, but you could be a school that didn't necessarily have all the bells and whistles like a USC. And you're like, okay, I can still, I can still snag, you know, yeah. like my bay, AKA a five-star yep. recruit. Nowadays, Bro, you're not getting a four or five star recruit you if you don't got some money. Lambo, yeah. You better have some fucking money. You better have a, a good job. You better have like all those things. Yeah. Now, and that's what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And this uh, is kind of an offshoot, but Garrett asked in the, the chat, any expectations for Chad Johnson Jr.? No, not really. But the the thing is, is, is like that is an example of one of these guys that's returning who is, is getting overshadowed by all of these, these transfers yeah. and these recruits. But there are still players on this team who are going to be a big part of it this year. I don't necessarily know that Chad Johnson is going to be one of them, especially considering you do have two guys in that receiver room returning, plus some of the... the, plus the a, a handful. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be it's going to be quite the battle there. But, I mean, we talked about Jordan Clark. Ro Torrance is going to play a role. Isaiah Glass, I hope, takes a big step. Tevin White was here last year. Like, there, there are pieces... Joey Ramos is back. Yeah, Joey Ramos, exactly. There are pieces from this team that, that were here last year that are also going to play a big role in it. So getting back to what I was saying earlier about kind of the... the the balance of experience between these freshmen and the transfers. There's also the guys that do know this program. Yeah. And especially a guy like Jordan Clark clearly is bleeding maroon and gold. Like he has love for this school and this program. Um, and that is going to be uh, in, a, in a roster that has so much turnover. It's going to be super valuable to me um, to kind of get the rest of these guys. Not that it, I feel like Kenny could get guys to buy into a cult, but to get these players, it's one thing to come from a coach, another thing to come from a teammate to get guys really bought into what it is to be a Sun Devil. Um, these those returning guys are going to play a huge role in that, even if they are not getting playing time, like a Chad Johnson Jr. Yeah, absolutely. I want to keep it moving with offensive lineman Sean Na. We've already talked about him um, earlier in the week. A six three offensive lineman, three hundred five pounds from California. And again, this figures to be I don't want to say a project, but a guy that you can maybe mold into your Ladarius Henderson, your Ben Scotts of the world. Guys that you know they're obviously no longer with the program now, but 
at a certain point, they were linchpins of the offensive line. And obviously, LD carrying forward was a yeah. captain, entered the transfer portal, went to Michigan. Expectation for him to have a, you know, a great season over at Michigan. Um, so I, I don't want to necessarily say like a project because I feel like that's disrespectful and like a disservice to what he is, yeah. this kid is capable of. Um, but more a project in the sense of I feel like he is just a ways away or some experience away from really becoming, you know, a guy along this offensive line that can that can play a role. And I don't expect it to be this season. I don't expect, you know, how many like successful college football programs outside of Alabama even have like starting offensive linemen <laughs> that are freshmen because they're too small yeah. in reality. Like, and that's crazy to think that like you could play a division one sport at six, three and three Oh five. And Hey buddy, yeah, you might not be strong enough. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just the reality of it. So we'll see. Obviously, what happens with Nah, but I, I'm I'm really interested to see how this offensive line yeah like, comes together. No, and I mean I would mention them already. Like Isaiah Glass is another guy. Yeah. you got you have some of this veter- these veterans, but there is a certain amount of like the I feel like that's one position group where the development is going to be, uh, and it's obviously college. It's, it's you don't have years and years, um, but. That, like the, these two guys specifically, but they're just generally the young guys in the offensive line. The offensive line is gonna is one group where I'm really gonna be focused in on how well and how quickly they can develop these guys. Because Isaiah Glass needs to take a step. He wasn't great last year, and yeah. he, he's supposed to be one of one of the pieces of the future on this offensive line, which I think he can be. Um, I it's hard for me to hold anyone's performance of last year against them, considering the shit show that was the program. Um, <laughs> the shit show that was the program. It, the, the the development there is going to be huge, so it is going to be very interesting to see. Because as great as the transfer portal is, you don't want to have to go to the transfer portal. Like if you got guys and if you can turn these guys in house into linchpins for the next three four years, yeah. like that's the preferred method. I would have to imagine. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So if they can start developing these guys young, it, I it, look at Oregon. Kenny knows is better than anybody. The offensive line is the key to success. Part of why Bo Nix looks so good is because he had such a dominant offensive line. Um, if if they're going to try and win these games in the trenches, which is obviously how you win games. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they can develop the offensive line, they're set up to succeed. And I think you've already, if I'm being honest, and Jacob in the chat, listen, he's going to be a solid guard one day. I totally believe you. Um, there are some spots along this offensive line that, you know, I mean, the coaches are going to say they got to be earned, and they and they probably are. But I look at guys, Joey Ramos. Yeah. I highly anticipate him being a starter along this offensive line. Yeah. Isaiah Glass, I highly anticipate him being a starter along in this offensive line. Ben Coleman is as close to a sure thing in my mind as yeah. a starter on this offensive line. That leaves, obviously, two more spots to see who fills those spots. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know. Bram Walden, right? A guy that was a high recruit coming out of high school. Um, and he was at Oregon. Didn't get a whole lot of playing time at Oregon. Um, so you've got to imagine this is a guy that has got a chip on his shoulder, obviously coming back home. So he could plug and play as well, right? A top hundred player coming out, um, of high school. So there, there's a lot of expectation for him as well. So yeah, Garrett, even in the chat, Bram Wallen's got to be a starter, right? Like, I I just don't know. And that's a good, that's a good thing that I don't know. I feel like because you have so many guys that you've gotten, that you can have that conversation. Yeah. It's not like a, ooh, we're thin. That's well, yeah. Of these and I mean, spots. looking at looking at the, the recruiting, like there's a couple of guys that they got from from JUCOs that are offensive linemen. Oh, yeah, and those and they're are big. Dudes. They're big, and, and those JUCO guys, like you want to talk about the competition, they got a lot less time than some of these young guys. They're going to be yeah. fighting for those jobs. Um, so that like again, going back to the whole conversation thing or the competition thing, like there's going to be so much of it, and mm-hmm. hopefully, especially for the young guys, it. it Shows them, all right. This is what I got. This is what it's going to take for me to be a staple at this level. Absolutely. Um, it, it's it's like I said this morning. It, it, you get optimistic about where this program is going to go, but wherever you think it can reach, they have done all the right things so far to get there. Yeah. And so it's it's just so exciting. Well, that's a good point too, right? Is like at a certain point going into the season, we're going to look back during this offseason or transfer portal, regardless of how everything goes, right? Regardless of how, how everything goes during the year. Say they're bowl eligible. Say they, they don't live up to expectations. You're going to come back and the, they're going to be like, oh, they underperformed. And at a certain point, you're going to be like, okay, what more do you think they could have done? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and right now, I don't have an answer for it. No. I, like, cause I mean, with the 
Rashada doesn't make this like a, a, a national championship contender. No. Like, I'm not. I'm not sitting here pretending they're winning ten games next year. I still think this is a seven win at best team. Really, that's like, a it, successful season. Yeah, but being well eligible is a step up from last year. Exactly. Um, so it, it it is. It's just uh, you got to kind of take this a day at a time. And I I already know because it happened this year. We're gonna get to the season. We're gonna get really excited. We're gonna start drinking the Kool Aid. Then we're gonna get disappointed when they only win five six games. But you shouldn't really be expecting more than that. This is this is all taking steps for the future. Hey, man, you win six games, you doubled your win total from last season. <laughs> yeah. You're bowl eligible. Uh, carrying on with a couple guys that haven't got too much love today just simply because all eyes have been on Rashada. Yeah. A um, couple dual threat guys. Yeah. Tight end slash defensive end, Colson Aaron Colson from Pin- Pinnacle High School. Uh, a bigger dude, 6'4", 235, 331 receiving yards and five touchdowns this past season on 25 catches. Uh, so I think a lot is... I don't really see him plugging in as a defensive end. I yeah. think 6'4 is probably a little small for that. But a tight end guy that you put him in the tight end room. Yeah, I was going to say. And, like, just be a sponge, dude. Yeah, this is you're getting the, this is a guy who's not this is not a plug-and-play plug player. Like You're not going to see. I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't see any of him mm-hmm. initially. But, yeah, you're going to put him in a room with two pretty good tight ends. And besides Winston and Jalen Conyers, like, it, it, it is uh, – I mean, especially with these young guys, these athletes, like you put them anywhere and they're going to there's going to be so much to kind of soak up. Yeah. Um, so th- these are projects. But this is this is where this this coaching staff is going to make its money is kind of developing the these younger players and just maximizing these guys, especially these like these athletes. Who you don't necessarily know where they're going to play. I got faith that Kenny is going to figure out somewhere to use them. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. it Putting them in the tight end room with these guys just to learn and see what they what they get out of it at some point. Like, how much more you can ask for? Another guy that played two positions in high school, Connor Lopez, tight end and outside linebacker. Uh, 30 games on varsity over his three seasons playing varsity football. 75 catches, over 1,200 receiving yards and 14 touchdowns. So definitely a productive kid um, from where he was at at an Arizona high school. So that that's amazing for him. David Rodish is in the chat. Welcome, David. David Rodish. Um, Got to answer Garrett's question before that. Well, Izzy Carter doesn't go here. He committed to the University of Southern Florida yeah. this morning, um, so he's out of the picture. Um, I mean, we talked about it on the morning. I think that the, the rest of the quarterbacks, you just got to wait until after spring ball, and you'll see. You'll lose at least one of them, I would have to assume. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm at this point, my just taking out a future bet on the Draft Sportsbook app, which you can't do. For the record, that'd but, be such a crazy um, thing. Man. I think Drew Pine leaves. Being I don't. Drew I think. Pine I think he gets beat out. Um, and he leaves because I just see, I have a hard time seeing Borgay leaving, and I, I, I guess I think Rashad is going to win the starting job. I don't really know, but we'll see. It's going to be fun. Man. It is going to be. Gonna it be is going to be fun. Maybe all three of them stay. Maybe a lot Drew Pine wins the job. Maybe a three quarterback set, dude. That's what I'm here for. Um, so we've talked about a lot of those guys. I mean, let's talk about the cream of the crop from today then. Oh, Jaden, who's that? Jayden oh, Rashad. Right. Uh, we dedicated a whole emergency pod to him earlier this morning. So go check that out. But. Again, five-star quarterback, and in Damon, who's behind the mag right now, came in this morning, and this is after we did this show, and he's like, "So I'm just curious, where uh, who's got him as a five-star? Because rivals twenty-four-seven on three, none of them have as a five-star. Yeah, I haven't seen. But uh, listen up, David, or not David? <laughs> Damon. Damon. Um, do this thing called looking back. Okay." Jaden Rashada was a five-star quarterback, okay? And those recruiting sites now have him as a four-star quarterback. But, okay, just like you were previously unemployed here, but now you currently are, like, it's it's like the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not the same thing, though, because we don't call Damon you're right. unemployed. You're right, you're right. You're <laughs> right, you're actually 100% right. <laughs> Let's just let me be salty in peace, man. That's fair, that's fair. Also, um... Yeah, that analogy was totally <laughs> it was, ass backwards. It was, it was terrible, but uh, I appreciate what you were going for. Um, yeah, he's a four star, but the fact that he was a five star at some point, like he's not clearly a borderline. I'm calling him a five. He's good at football. That's all that really matters. I don't give a shit how many stars he actually has. If he, he he's what like a couple. This point, is a fucking like, Mario party. Points. He didn't own these stars. Like it don't matter. Yeah, exactly. He's he is now the same player he was when he was a five star. They just changed their opinion. Um, so I, yeah, the star don't. He's good at football. That's all I really care about. This is the high, the most one of the most highly tied recruit that we've got. He's I think uh, I think now the eleventh highest recruit in ASU history. 
um, if I saw that correctly. So, like, who gives a shit how many stars he has? This is just, a, to me, this is all about shit. I honestly don't give a shit if, if Jaden Rashad, well, I do, I would. But, like, I, to a certain extent, I really don't give a shit if we ever even see Jaden Rashad in a Sun Devil jersey. Because that's not really what this is about to me. This is about just the fact that Jaden Rashada would not have even considered ASU 365 days ago. Um, like it is, just, it is so much about just where the program is now, um, and, and everything it means for, for Kenny, for ASU athletics, like all of that. This is just showing that everything is moving in the right direction. Um, and Hey, he might end up being a really good quarterback at some point. Yeah. So absolutely. Let's take a look at some of his tape here. Um, we, we went over it a little bit this morning, but this is a guy that he's got that dual threat label, but something that really stands out to me, you look at the arm talent. But the way that he is able to keep his eyes downfield, yes. I touched on it this morning, is so, so impressive for a high schooler. Yeah, no, he, he is super talented. And listen, I, we, I talked about it a lot this morning, but we, I cannot bring it up. This is for so many reasons, Jaden Daniels. Similar body type, same number. Look at him Southern California. In that but that is not Jaden Daniels, especially at this age, standing in the pocket, yes. keeping his eyes downfield, regardless of whether or not there's any pressure, and trying to throw the football, not panicking as soon as his first target is covered and running out. And especially here, where he did not have the offensive line that he has at LSU, it didn't work. Like It was oftentimes a recipe for failure. If, if what you were seeing now, obviously it's a huge leap. You're getting better athletes, bigger guys when you it's play at Power throws. 5. But yeah, this throw in the back of the end zone. like it, it, He just he has such a good feel for the game it seems like mm -hmm. and then you mentioned the arm talent i, I nothing, none of these highlights are like i've said this morning are blowing me away with necessarily the fact that he's throwing at 80 yards downfield but he is putting it in spots where only his receiver can catch it like he's finding open guys he's just not making his job any more difficult than it needs to be and especially when you have a head coach like kenny dillingham who is going to scheme guys open and is going to make the quarterback's job as easy as possible i could see why this felt for Jaden rashada seemed like a good fit it, it, he's got the talent, and he's got a coach that is going to be able to utilize that talent Absolutely. that Herm could not do with Jaden Daniels. Nice he did not know how to to, to put Jaden Daniels in this position to succeed it, and part of that was on Jaden Daniels. But still, um, it is it, it is so entertaining. And, and Garrett points out something: he, he's small. Um, he's 175 pounds, I think, but he's also 17 years old. Um, give him a little time, and also, fuck the size didn't hurt Jaden Daniels this year. He's a damn near a Heisman candidate. No, so. and everybody sees. I mean, everyone sees Jaden Rashada, and the immediate is is Jaden Daniels, which is not a bad thing. No, Jaden Daniels is a top three recruit in ASU history. Yeah, like, and like again, and he's also go really good at football. This is another amazing throw here. Um, like eyes downfield, senses the pressure, is able to get out of the pocket, turn his hips, yeah, get his shoulders yeah. square, make the throw on the sideline. Like again, that's not something you see from a lot of college guys. And you you talk about arm talent and. Like you said, he's not going to blow you away by throwing an 80-yard bomb. He's not but, Josh yeah. Allen. For me, it's not more Justin the Herbert. touch. But, but you don't need to in this yeah. offense, right? This no, is no. this is a Bo, I don't want to say a Bo Nix offense, but you look at that Oregon offense last year, and you just dissect that quarterback position in Bo Nix. What did Oregon do well? They ran the football well. They kept Bo Nix upright, and they did not necessarily rely on Bo Nix's arm strength to throw yeah. 50, 60, 70-yard bombs. That offense is built on speed, yeah. right? So you get the ball out quick. You let your playmakers work. At the end of the day, yes, Jaden Rashada, he's got to keep you honest with his legs, but you want to get the ball out quick here. Yeah. Like, you've got like a bunch of playmakers that love Jaden Rashada, far more athletic than Jaden Rashada. Elijah Badger, more athletic than Jaden Rashada. The Carlos yeah. Brooks, more athletic than Jaden Rashada. Yeah. Guys that should have the ball in their hand. You've got a guy now that can make the necessary steps, clearly has the football IQ, to get the ball to his playmakers when it matters most. Yeah, yeah. LTC Sanders, we got to give him some some breakfast supreme burritos from Burrito Express to get some weight on him. But yeah, I mean, uh, it. I, and, and it's not to say that they won't ever take shots. Like he clearly has enough arm strength, and you got playmakers who are going to be able to, you know, shock the defense sometimes and get past guys. So I don't want to sit here and be like, get ready for a lot of checkdowns because I don't think that's necessarily what's going to be. But he he has the talent. He's just a, if I'm Kenny, I'm looking at this like this is a giant lump of clay and I get to mold this because that's something he hasn't had. He didn't have it with both. Like he's getting a, a quarterback fresh out of high school to mold into his image the way he wants quarterback to look. And that is exciting. Um, but yeah, I think he has the tools to to be super just 
exciting in in Kenny and and Mon's offense. Like it's going to be so so much fun to watch. I think. And again, that is if he gets the starting job. But if he does, uh, you mentioned he's got enough athleticism to keep defenses defenses honest. Um, he's got the arm talent to to. Get it there to get it to Badger specifically, look like getting it to Badger and letting Badger make plays. Yeah. He he's not he doesn't look like him the kind of guy that is going to hurt this team with his decision making like Jaden Daniels did at a lot of points. And again, he's a high school senior. Like there's going to be there's going to be transition moments. period, right? Like it's not going to be. But I mean, like Austin Nunez, man, like this is a guy who's yeah. doing so much more than you expect from freshman. And he's still a freshman. He has freshman moments, but you live with those because he's a freshman. Um, it is just. It's 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 very very exciting and like I mentioned this morning that last play that we had seen in in the highlight tape there what he's going to be able to do with some of these big tight ends in the red zone because he is really good at putting the ball where only especially in the red zone putting the ball where only his pass catchers can catch it and when you have someone who is as big as Messiah Swinson and has just like the hands of Jalen Conyers putting the ball there is a lot more area that is that that is. How do I want to say this? There's a lot more area that is area where only the receiver can catch it. Like, <laughs> yeah. so it's a bigger window. There's a bigger window, man. I just and you got to remember, Conyers is a sophomore. Like, you get at least two years. Wait, is of, he actually? Yeah, he transferred as a freshman out of. Is Oklahoma. he not a red shirt sophomore? Oh, uh, you know, you might be right because he's. I thought uh, last year. Last year was his second year in college, I believe. Because wasn't he a freshman in Oklahoma, and he, then he transferred yeah. out? Yeah, this is his second year. Second so he's going year. into his third year of college, but it's so redshirt sophomore. You're so not going to get, only get you're one not year of him. Yeah. Regardless, trust me, Jalen Conyers is going to the NFL. Okay, so you probably season. get two years of Messiah Swinson. I don't know how old Messiah Swinson. Messiah Swinson, I believe, is older. Yeah, I know he's older, but I don't know if he has. Regardless, regardless, whoever is playing that tight end position, I feel like you're going to get magic from from Rashada and the tight end in the red zone for a while from their yeah. big pass catch. It's a redshirt senior. So okay, yeah, this so is 100 his last season. Well. That's hey, the tight ends can ball. We can go, go get the off, top man. tight end in the country next year. Go off. Why not? Go off. Jalen Conyers, Messiah Swinson. Both, I think, have potential to be NFL guys. I think Jalen Conyers obviously came on really, formation. really strong last year. 12 formation. Um, I mean, dude, this is... Why didn't we see it at all last this year? This is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. And why did we not see 12 formation at all last because year? Because the, the... We saw it so much in spring ball. You want to know why, Sean? Because the coaches sucked. I because know Glenn why. fucking Thomas was I know here. why. That's why. But why are you fucking... Teasing us all spring while showing us 13 formation with fucking Case Hatch running as a third tight end. And then we don't see it once. We hardly see any Case Hatch all year. What are we doing, Glenn? What are uh, we doing? I just want to say, Glenn Thomas, you haunt my nightmares. Where is he? Who cares? Fucking, Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Thomas haunts my nightmares. I hope you're at I home wake with up with your family having a good day. Do you and ever not have one of football. those? Do you ever have one of those where it's like you go to sleep, you wake up? And you are in like a cold sweat. Like I am like, I just feared for my life. <laughs> yeah. And you wake up from the dream in another fucking dream. That's that's literally ASU football last season. <laughs> You're like, holy shit, we're on offense. Glenn Thomas, somebody threw a pick. Whatever happens, you wake up. You're like, okay, maybe things will get better. Only to wake up from a Donnie Henderson fucking nightmare where he's just like, all you guys, just play ball. See what happens. We're going to sit in a cover two shell. We're just going to bend. Watching last year was was the the definition of those dreams where you're screaming but nothing's coming out, mm, and it's mm-hmm. just like everyone is yelling, and it's just like for some reason they can't hear us. They don't know what's what's going on. They heard us. They just didn't care. Oh, Mons, please, you can't be worse. No. Mons and Ward, you cannot. You could. I don't, don't expect you be to worse. be worse. It would be hard. You are worse, it would be hard to be that. We bad. are gonna have problems. They're gonna be a stern talking to you. And might I have to go in timeout. We all, and I don't want to get too far off here because we still got a little bit to get into. But like, I feel like we all fell in love with Donnie Henderson. We did because he's a fun guy. Because he's a funny. Well, he's a funny guy. Yeah. And then so he had like that that giant clip that went viral talking about USC. Like yeah. everyone's getting paid yeah. over there, and we're like, oh man, this guy's awesome. And it's like. They only gave out like three points against NAU or whatever it was, and then you carry on for the rest of the season. You're like, oh, Donnie is like that uncle you grow up with on the block, who's like he knows everything, and you're like, this guy is a fucking genius. He is a hood legend, and then you leave the hood, and you're like, oh wait, Unc actually didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I don't care how much confidence and how funny he was when you're saying it. He actually didn't fucking. Government doesn't control the water, Donnie. What are you talking about? Which is not to say Donnie's not a conspiracy theorist, as far as I know. I'm just making a comparison. But like, he's like, oh, look at this guy. He's awesome. He taught me about salt on watermelon. 
Okay, but he can't coach football. Like, he didn't care. So who cares? Just don't be that bad, Brian. That's, for, for, hey, look at him. Two Syracuse guys. We spent a lot of time in upstate New York. You know, we, you and I are one of the same. I want the best for you. Just don't let me down. Don't You're let talking me down. to Brian right now? Yes. Okay. We'll make sure he sees. For, let's do it for Dino. Mm. Okay. Dino's probably going to lose no. his job let's, this year. Let's not do it for Dino. Ah, uh, yeah. But don't do, do it, it for Dino. You'll, 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 no, if we do it for Dino, it'll start off really good. And then they'll play and somebody, and then they'll lose six straight games. At, at like, a certain oh. point, you got to stop doing it for Dino. Yeah. Syracuse should have stopped doing it for Dino like two years ago, <laughs> okay. but they're still doing it for Dino. And by doing it, I mean paying him. This is not what we're here for. Oh, things you love to see, including OGs. Guys, I told you when we started the show, I'm tired. It's been a long day. I didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night. And that's partially because I ran out of OGs. Oh, that's so true. So I haven't been able to take them right before I go to sleep. Or honestly, the best, best thing to do with OGs, get them. doesn't really matter the flavor because they all smack. But get them, take them like two and a half hours, I'd say, before like you're ready to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Give it like 40 minutes for it to hit you. Maybe make a snack. In between that time in advance, make sure you got a water next to you just in case you get dry mouth, you know, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, and then it hits, you're chilling, you're watching Netflix. And for me, at a certain point, I'll watch like an episode and a half. I'll be knocked. I'll be ready to yeah. go to sleep. I'm going to hit up Max after this show to see if he's got any left in the office so I could take mm -hmm. some so I can go home. Yeah. Hey, popping OGs, take, take a, nap. a nap. Dude, OGs have sponsored two days in a row. Or no, two of the last three days. I've taken midday naps. Really? Which I have not done, or not, I guess not midday, but pre going to bed. It wasn't my final sleep of the day. Um, for the first time in like a year, that's thanks to OGs. They put me straight to sleep. Guys, it's official. Strawberries and cream is hitting the shelves soon. But like I said, any flavor of OGs will do. As always, you can find them at your local dispensary. You do got to be 21 or older to enjoy. Um, are we going golfing on? Sunday? I guess we gotta wait for Shane to come back. Well, doesn't Shane... What day does Shane come back? Friday or Saturday? Hmm. I don't know. He didn't come back Friday. Yeah, I think he comes back Saturday. Um, first off, check out Shane at Shane underscore Deef, right? Shane Deef. At Shane Deef. Yeah, I know where the underscores. Um, check out Bo Brock at Bo Brock. Check out at Patreon Cardinals doing great stuff down in the the uh, Senior Bowl. Mm -hmm. um, but when he comes back, we're gonna try and go golf. I don't know when. We're probably gonna hit up Dobson Brand. There's two things I can guarantee. We're going to golf, and we're going to be wearing Bad Birdie. Absolutely. Um, which I guess, by virtue, I could guarantee that we'll be the best-looking golfers on the planet. I mean, that's already... Well, I guess it kind of already I mean, is. Come on now. I mean, the problem is I'm not a golfer. Once I become a golfer, you don't, you don't matter. watch out Jordan Speed. I don't know. Who, who are the hot golfers? Are there hot golfers? John... John Rahm. John and, Rahm. Uh, sex symbol. Rory McIlroy yes. won, like... All no, of the last turn. No, but I meant I meant more like sexy. Are there sexy golfers? Yeah, us in Bad Birdie. Yeah, true. Um, and if you want to be a sexy golfer or just a sexy guy sitting on his couch wearing a golf polo, um, or a sexy gal, or you, I'm gonna end the sentence there. Um, <laughs> check out badbirdiegolf.com. You can use promo code PHN. Whoa, PHNX underscore sports one five to get fifteen percent off your order at Bad Birdie Golf. They got polos, hoodies, hats. Bucket hats, quarter zips. They just dropped six new polos, three new quarter zips, two new hats. Um, oh, fucking Shane. He left his bad birdie oh, hat on yeah, the plane. He did leave his bad birdie hat on What the are plane. we doing? I would have left my luggage before I left my bad birdie. You don't, shitting me? Don't be Shane. Come don't on, be don't Shane. be Shane. Don't be Shane. Don't leave your bad birdie on the, the, the plane. It looks better on your head um, and your body. I don't know if Max is standing out there because he's upset that you said sexy in the middle of an ad. Twice. Bad Birdie makes me look sexy. It makes me feel sexy at least. Bad Birdie is sexy. Okay, Max. Oh, okay. Max rubbed his nipple to confirm. Um, <laughs> check out Bad Birdie at badbirdiegolf.com. Uh, okay. Um, next topic. We're going to talk about something we haven't talked about in a minute. Mm. And I'm going to pull an audible. Oh. It's it's not what's on the rundown oh. currently. Okay? I was going to say, I feel like we've been talking a lot about um, the 2023 class, and that's what's on the. We're going to. I'm going to paint a picture for you. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, you know how I feel about art, so it better be a good one. You are you're a person who I'm not going to name until after I paint the picture. Okay. Okay, so you're sitting in your office. You're chilling. It's National Signing Day, and you see everything that's happening on social mm -hmm. media. You see Jaden Rashada. He's a Sun Devil, former five-star quarterback, four-star quarterback, whatever you want to call it. Um, you, you look at... 24-7 sports, you look at rivals, you look at on three, and you see where ASU ranks among not only their signing class, but their transfer portal guys. You look at all the weapons that you have returning in a Messiah Swinson, 
a Jalen Conyers, an Elijah Badger, a Geo Sanders. You get guys like a DeCarlos Brooks, a Jake Smith, whatever, right? You've got your coaching staff of the future, Kenny Dillingham, and everything is chilling, okay? You look over at your basketball team, you're like, okay, there could be a little bit more improvement, but overall, Bobby Hurley's done a good job okay. this season, you would say. You're excited about what Austin Nunez and Duke Brennan can do in the future. Frankie Collins returns, et cetera. You look over to the swim program. You're a top program in the nation. Bob Bowman, one of the best coaches in the history of the sport, remains on your pool deck. Everything's chilling. You Mullet Arena, despite the hockey team not being great, they still sell out almost every night at Mullet Arena, right? In the fans. Mm -hmm. They're still sending you messages about how you should be fired or you should retire or you should be done, okay? And I'm just curious, at this point, that person that I'm talking about is Ray Anderson. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about Ray Anderson right now? And how do you think Ray feels about the last three, four months and change? Because it's very Shit. different. If I'm Ray Anderson, I'm waking up every morning and be like, yeah, what y'all got to say now? <laughs> what y'all got to say now? Because y'all were talking a lot of shit, and now y'all are real excited. Whose job was that? What y'all got to say now? If I'm... If I'm I'm Uncle Ray. I am. I am. I'm. Oh, he Uncle puff, Ray now. I'm puffing my chest. He out. Uncle yeah. Ray now. I, I'm talking. He hasn't I'm, always been Uncle I'm Ray. Talking Sean. my shit. Listen, I've been a bigger defender of Ray than you would find just about anywhere in the valley. That's true. Um, That's true. And it hasn't war It hasn't been warranted in the past. No, but well, no. In my opinion, like my defense of him has always been: look at his other programs. Um, they, they're amazing. Um, and but yeah, I, I always understood. You know, you have to be successful in the in the revenue sports. In the revenue sports. Um, but like I said earlier, they have done ever since, ever since they lost to Eastern Michigan, I would say that they have done every single thing that they could do right outside of like the results of the football games, like everything they could do right, right. They, they chose the right guy to be their interim. They chose the right guy to be their head coach. They kept the interim on. They made, they made the quarterback switch the right time. They stuck with the right quarterback. They have obviously fucking killed it in recruiting. Mm -hmm. Their staff, head to toe, is flawless, in my opinion. Like, and that's just football. Head to toe, flawless. Flawless. And that's just football. That's the, the big revenue sport. Basketball has obviously had one of the best, despite what the last four games have gone, one of the best seasons they've had in a long time. And then you look at everything else. Obviously, women's basketball, I like, I don't, I, you kind of have to throw it out. Like, which is not a disrespect to them. They've had so many injuries with a new head coach that they have just not. Their season has been a train wreck, not necessarily because of them. It's just been a lot of you can't really. You know what we call that? Unlucky. There you go. And they have been really unlucky, so you can only take them so far. Um, but like Alex says, ASU is a competitor in just about everything. Fuck, we got women going to playing professional soccer now after the the season that soccer had last Nicole year. Cole Douglas, dog. dog. Um, so like it, 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 this this athletic program is in great shape, and now that you've got the revenue program heading in the right direction. If I'm Ray Anderson, I am sitting there looking like you're feeling good. Find an athletic director that has had a better couple of months than me because you're gonna yeah. be it's gonna be hard pressed to find one. Absolutely. Head to toe. There's very few athletic programs in the country that have this kind of success. Get past the two revenue sports that have this kind of like success everywhere, Baseball's man. Baseball's getting ready, everywhere. softball's Baseball, getting started. Softball, soon. despite having one of the worst off seasons in recent history for the softball program, they're still a top twenty five team, depending on who you ask. Ray made that higher. Ray has elected to stick with Bobby for as long, and look at how that has paid off up to this point of the season. Obviously, he's still on a little bit of hot seat there. Like Ray has done his job, man. Whether y'all like to hear it or not, Ray has done his job. That's the reality. Well, of we it. could do. I mean, let's 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 just go coach by coach here for a second, right? You look at Kenny Dillingham and the staff that he brought on. Super, super exciting. We've already talked about Bobby Hurley about how Ray has stuck with him for maybe longer than a lot of people would, whether that be COVID, whether that be trust, whether that be money, whatever. There's still a lot of hope around mm -hmm. ASU basketball. Natasha Adair with the women's program, obviously this past season, to your point, hasn't been great, unlucky with a lot of injuries, et cetera. Really interested to see where that program goes from yeah. here. You, we, Bob Bowman, mm -hmm. the best swim and dive coach in the nation, I would argue in the world, as yeah. he is the coach for the United States yeah, swim team. Shit, we talked about all this, and he has 
who's going to end up being one of the best pointers in the world in Leon Marchand. And we mentioned all that. We didn't even bring up Zeke Jones. No, Zeke Jones, phenomenal <laughs> wrestling, wrestling coach. You want to talk about dogs? That's a pound right there. There's a bunch of them. And I know the, the hockey program, not great this past season, but there is still a lot of belief and hope in what Greg Powers yeah. can do as a recruiter and as a coach. ASU hockey. Master Simone's been going crazy, dog. It's still <laughs> got a lot of hope. Yeah. Willie Bloomquist. I'm excited to see what happens in year two with him. I'm really excited to see Megan Bartlett. Yeah. Really oh excited to see what she does for this softball program. She is like, she's softball's version of Kenny. Yeah. Right? Like she was, I want to say the the batting coach or just one of the main offensive coaches for Texas. Um, and yeah. we know what Texas did this this past season. That is one softball. hell of a program. So it's 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 super exciting. And to your point, to say all of this to get back to I Ray Anderson is safe right now. You hate like, it. Yeah. It's not like a lukewarm hot seat anymore. Yeah. I mean, unless Kenny is like secretly just handing envelopes of money to recruits and is just even complete, then. I'm like, unless, <laughs> unless Kenny completely fucks this up and get his ass gets his ass fired this year. Like, I feel pretty I feel even if Bobby doesn't make the tournament and gets fired, I still feel pretty good about Ray's job. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but the, I think to me the genius thing that Ray has done all of here is he has hired a bunch of coaches who are going to do his job for him as far as activating the Valley and getting people yep. excited and getting people to, excited about Ray Anderson and the job he has done. Every single coach he's hired has seems to have such a passion for ASU. Obviously, you get you have a bunch of alumni here, whether it, it's it's Kenny, whether it's it's Bloomquist. Um, but then you have you have coaches who, even though they're not alumni, like Bobby, like who are just so passionate about everything they do that it, it's impossible not to get a, a little excited about ASU athletics, especially now that the head of the snake in the football program has people excited. Like everyone, yeah. it, it's a trickle down effect. You're excited about football. You're excited at this point. You're excited to be a Sun Devil, and so anytime the Sun Devils do something, you're gonna be excited about it. And like again, unless Kenny and this team go oh and whatever, he's not getting fired. This season. And regardless of how the season ends for Bobby and ASU basketball, point to an athletic director in the nation at a a prominent school that gets fired because of what basketball does or what baseball does. (laughs) Like, I know revenue sports matter as a whole, but football is the end-all, be-all. So if the football program is bowl eligible, if they win, if if they improve from last season— and they continue to do what they say they're going to do in terms of recruiting. Shit. Honestly, if they win three games, as long as you don't lose to fucking Southern Utah, like as long as you don't lose to your Eastern Michigan, that's an improvement. Yeah. Like as long as you don't have, and and that's that's the lowest of yeah, the yeah, bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the very least, just don't get embarrassed on a national scale, and you'll succeed. Wow, that is so sad. That is very sad. <laughs> that is so um, sad. But look, in, in the past, I would say before Kenny, Ray's seat was a little bit more than lukewarm. Okay, yeah. it was to the point where you're like, ah, my ass warmer's been on for like 15, 20 minutes. I'm starting to get uncomfortable here. Yeah. <laughs> like my ass might be on fire. At this point, he's sitting pretty. Like it's cool. It's absolutely cool right now. So yeah. everybody, I saw on social media, a lot of people still this many days left in Ray Anderson's contract. Yeah. Let's look. Let's chill for now. Let's see what happens. Yeah. That's I mean, all we can do. I said, I mean, I'll see in the, the chat. Quite frankly, I'm still on the fence about Raymond. I like, I understand that, right? Because at a certain extent, like, and that's Kenny fair. was the obvious hire, I think. So, like, and we could have made that hire. Um, but it, even if he is backing into all of these hires, the reality is that he's making, like, the hires that he has made have been good ones. Yeah. They, they've been successful. With I mean, ignoring Herm and ignoring the fact that, that, Bobby hasn't really done it. Like Bobby is still, I would say, a successful hire, even if he gets fired this year. Has not like he hasn't run the program into the ground. Um, like he's he's made good hires. Whether or yeah. not you think that he actually has the 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 professional acumen to to continue making good hires and he's actually doing a good job doesn't change the fact that he has made good hires. And his job is not just to hire coaches. Like you look at everything that's happening with the athletic facilities and what they're planning and doing with all of that and what they have done already. Yeah. Kenny plays a, or, or, or Ray plays a big part in that. Um, Ray plays a big part in how the school approaches NIL, which obviously has taken a pretty drastic uh, s- switch over the last few months. But he he is doing a lot of really really good things. And if if ASU fans are happy about the athletic, it it's like being a president, man. No one's ever you're never gonna have like a a. a the majority of people are not going to approve of you for the yeah. most part. But ultimately, even if people do, even if you have to do things that are unpopular to people, um, ultimately, if you're if the the results are there, 
especially when you get out of, outside of the, the revenue sports. There was also there. Last thing on this before we move on to the final question that I've got. And I think it's a fun final question. Which I don't know. This was a, this was a topic in the office yesterday. So uh -huh. I'm really curious to see what you what you say about this. And I'll ask Damon the same question. And Saul's in here, so he can <laughs> he can relay his answer. Uh, but in terms of Ray, right, like at the end of the day. Is this day, the question? Or is this no, 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 no. This is not the question. But in terms of Ray, like talk about the fans, being a president, whatever, like. He don't really give a shit what the fans think. Like, is shit. is Michael Crow happy at the end of the day? Perfect. I don't even then give I a shit my if job. Michael... If me, I, I, does the check come through? Did the check bounce? No, I we good. We're chilling. You, listen, you could you could pay me Ray Anderson money to sit in a glass box for a year and have people throw insults at me 24-7 for 365 days a year. I'm taking that Ray Anderson check every single time. Yeah. So, you know, obviously he wants to do good his job, and I'm sure it's not easy having people shit on him all the time, but he's getting that money. It don't matter. Anytime you take an insult like that on social media, I'm literally just logging into my bank account. Yeah, I like, would start. Ah, I good. would start posting screenshots. I'd start sending people. I don't money. know if I would be posting screenshots in my bank account. Well, not the routing number. Well, yeah, just, but still, I'm not. I, I'm not honestly, putting that out there dude, for everybody. If I was Jeff Bezos, like if I was like dumb rich, I would do that. I would insult people like that all the time. People would insult me. I'd send them money. Dude, people don't talk enough about how Jeff Bezos was so rich that he got divorced, and then because of the divorce, his ex-wife became <laughs> one of the richest, people, richest in the people in the world I, like, that is crazy get yours i don't remember her name get yours Bezos is a piece of shit take all his money hey um, there you go how do we even i don't know but let here. me tell you about burrito express for a second guys I, yeah actually if i had jeff bezos money burrito express i would you start a burrito, burrito, I would start express, burrito express franchise mm -hmm. right out here mm -hmm. nah because i don't got it like angel does like i wouldn't be able to run it as well as he does but i would start a franchise right here right by ASU's downtown campus so i could have it all the time well look burrito express is hooking everybody up guys buy a 25 dollar burrito express gift card you guys are gonna get a free burrito we've agreed it's the steak and egg is the way to go yes steak yeah. and egg yeah. uh you really can't go wrong at burrito express it smacks Every day of the week, head over to your nearby Burrito Express location today. Yeah. Um, it's, would you argue that Tempe is the most important place in the world? Um, Tempe is the most important place in the world? Or like the best place in the world? I would say it's probably one of the best places in the world. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, you got it's the eighth wonder of the world. Everything from the athletics to, you know, the Burrito Express, the food, to the beer. I would argue the best beer on the planet. Yeah, I can't. Th I would say the Galaxy, but that's just me. Maybe I. I would argue that Four Peaks is so good it ex it exists outside of time mm. Um, mm. and space. Uh, but regardless, it's good. And check them out. Um, they have some new beers that they came out with release came out with recently. The Recreational Juice Dank IPA, Cash yep. Staycation Super Juicy IPA, Cash. cash. Um, Check them out. They got great food, great drink. You can get Four Peaks basically anywhere you get beer around the valley. But if you want to head down to the A Street Pub, you can also get some amazing food. You've heard about the Czech Tendies, the quesadillas. Crazy. Bomb. They got wraps too. They got a wrap. Yeah, they got they, a wrap. They, they, they that wrap you had? That seemed it was like a Philly. It was like a Philly cheesesteak wrap. And if you are like, if you tune into the show pretty regularly, then you know, like my stomach can't take a bunch of cheese. Yeah, but like you it's, still it's, went for it's, it. it's of course, of course, in it. It was like it was like a weird experience because you ate it and like I was anticipating my stomach hurting later, yeah. but it didn't. Mm. So they got magic cheese. They over got there magic at Four Peaks. cheese. Shit, I, I would eat. Kenny a, was over there. That's, that's what mm, it was. I would I would eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich from from Four Peaks, and peanut butter and jelly makes me sick. Mm. I'm allergic to it. Sick? You mean you would die? Uh, it won't kill me. All right. We have got we've got something here that that Saul has got locked and loaded. I'm interested to see. What this is here, guys. You guys were just talking about our guy Angel at Burrito Express, yes, yes. and we just had this uh, uh, video drop. We'll say, and okay. I want you to describe to me what you think <laughs> Angel is doing before we even play this. Before video. we play the video, what is he doing? Okay. Um. Well, can we pull up the? Yeah, go ahead, pull up the image. Let's, let's see the, let's image, pull up the image one more time. We, we play the video. <laughs> I loved all the years of looping. Okay. What is he? I mean, I feel like I know he's a big golfer. Yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's getting ready to go golfing. Yeah. Does it does it not look like my man is he's way delivering back? Mail. He's way back in the wild west. Is this not Wyatt Earp? <laughs> yes, it is. Am I, Yo, am I in Tombstone right now? <laughs> Holy hell! <laughs> it also looks like he's delivering mail. Yes. What does he actually do? What is this video? He just got done golfing. I, okay, so we were correct. We were yeah. correct in the golfing. I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I love it. it. Angel is it in England. Like I said, there's no way I'd be able to run for uh, Burrito Express as well as he does. Nah, he does a phenomenal job with his business. So guys, again, go check out Burrito Express. I loved all the years of looping. Uh, it's
Go check out Burrito Express. Give him a follow on social at Burrito EXP. All right, let's get to the question that I got. And this is something we discussed in the office yesterday. Don't be scared. Oh, you can't say that and then it not be like a little weird, I feel like. Um, so I had this conversation. This this conversation started with Derek oh, yesterday. Boy. Okay. okay. The, literally the two worst people a conversation could start with. What? I, not not the offense. Not like I enjoy talking to you, but more the the two worst people a conversation could start with that is uh, that might get me in trouble. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> um, so I asked Derek, like, and we've had this conversation, I guess, with, with with Frank Sanders when he was here. But I'm just curious, and I asked him straight up, would you let me in like a hypothetical okay. world if we were the same age date your daughter, right? And I was just curious as to what his answer was, and he was he was cool with it. He's like, yes. However, you look like you would try and steal her 401k information. Like, just, <laughs> just me as a person. Like, not even, like... Committing white-collar crimes. Not even, crimes. like, me. Yeah, I just, like, look like I commit white-collar crimes. Um, and I disagree. Then I bounced around. Okay, so I... Jesse. Jesse's like, I wouldn't have a problem. It, it's not necessarily that... He said no, by the way. I wouldn't have a problem with you dating my daughter. I would have more. I would have a problem with you like just being a part of my family. It was Jesse's <laughs> That's answer. So much worse. So much uh, worse. You can date my daughter. Just don't show up in my house. Pretty much. I don't want to see you on the holidays type shit. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay said no. Did not give an explanation. That's so shocking. Saul said no for the fact that he just doesn't trust me. Like he would not trust me to be to date his daughter. Yeah. Pretty you much. look like the very definition of Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> so though i feel like i feel like i don't though I, i'm gonna be honest i feel like i don't is it is it like i work with y'all is it my personality is it it is the way i look or like what is it Toast yeah i mean the hairstyle and the fact that you're like in good shape and you got a clean cut beard like it definitely gives fuckboy vibes i cannot deny <laughs> i know you're not like i like you you're a good person but i can understand why without knowing you someone might think that so would you let me date your daughter? no <laughs> Fucking Dead ass, shot. Come on, are you dude. Shitting me? What do you mean? There's not a single person here I would let date my daughter. Damn. At all. I'm trying to think. Gerald? No, uh, yeah, Gerald. Gerald, I definitely uh, No, fuck it. My if I have a daughter, she's dying single. She's not dating nobody. <laughs> oh, well, that sucks. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm okay, honestly no. hurt, man. I, I I I would let him date I would let her date Gerald. And I couldn't why? There's just something about Listen. Bro, fuck you. I, I, I don't want to get disrespectful. I don't want Bro, get disrespectful right now. My daughter's gonna be taller than you, most likely. Motherfucker <laughs> dropping the mic. What is he doing? He asked me this he asked me to get disrespectful. I was giving him Listen, my daughter is not dating my daughter my daughter's gonna be a D one athlete, whether she likes it or not. Not dating no five eight none. Come on now. You, <laughs> Come on now. Um no, you're not dating my daughter. Come on. Listen, I think Totri is one of the best people out there. He's ever a great met. person. He's a great person. I don't know, man. I just don't know if you have a. a, a I don't know if he has the, the stamina for I, it. Oh, man. Um, the stamina, I, like to take the intense verbal abuse? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of, of, a million percent. Of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I go from like Saul, your, your boss here at work, which is cool, to all right, motherfucker, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> I, told him, I told him yesterday I'm like you don't want me coming over Thanksgiving he's like no I'm like we can have like a bookman's Thanksgiving and like the whole thing <laughs> I, I will say this I would rather I, I would rather you date my daughter than Shane and I'll tell that to his face I don't want it to say I'm talking behind his back but what is it about Shane I just Shane's crazy he's a wild dog I just listen I don't hmm He's a dog. He's a dog. I just, if my daughter is going to date somebody, at least, like, Gotta be careful I, can't, I can't have somebody that dresses the way that Shane dresses in my family. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> that might be the craziest thing you've ever said. I'm just, I'm just, that, that is never, like, if Shane's my daughter, because my daughter is going to be well-dressed, because I'm well-dressed, and I'm not marrying nobody that's not well-dressed. So we're going to be a well-dressed family. If my daughter shows up with somebody wearing a fucking dress like a 40-year-old dad at their kid's soccer practice, that's not happening. You know, my, my daughter's not marrying nobody wearing New Balance. <laughs> Damn, son. Unless it's, unless it's Kawhi Leonard or Jack Harlow. You could date one of them. Coco Goff, you could date her. You're not dating somebody wearing dad shoes. Unless wow. they are a father. Wow. I mean. Well, that is his name. Father Shane. Would you let, would you let Sean or Shane date your daughter? 
Uh, and guys, this is this is a game. This is coming from our boss. <laughs> Sean, maybe. Maybe. I'll, I'll take that. Maybe. But Shane, no. <laughs> Shane's no. immediate. Is it more of a no <laughs> great, than me? Great team building exercise. Oh, us shitting on each other. Is, is Shane, is it, so it's Sean, then is it Shane and me, or is it me, then Shane? Oh, man, that's negative. You can't make me choose. I can. Two. I can make Listen, you choose. I know damn he well. just said I, fucking I, that Shane dresses I, like a homeless person. I, 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 I would say if I, I say to, homeless. if I had to rack and stack. It would go Sean Totri than Okay, Shane. okay, that makes me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> Listen, okay. I I know I very may down. or may not be saying that just because you're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just let me have this. God I <laughs> parents love me. I am such a well-behaved young man, and I'm not. I don't know. I I mean, I, you well, I'm are. I'm a fucking angel. I saw you. I listen. I've I'm not gonna get into the details, but, but seen I've me. I've seen you with somebody's parents before. Yeah. So I know how you interact. You're not I'm yeah. respectful. You're not. You're yes. Of course you are. I, there's nothing wrong with you. I'm not. There's just something about like the way you approach things that makes me feel like like you know something I don't know about my own daughter that I don't, <laughs> hey, that I don't like. I feel that. Uh, listen, <laughs> what if, does that if, mean? I will say That's this: the craziest if thing my ever. daughter was dating somebody, because you do say this a lot, if my daughter was dating somebody and he came into my house, was like, "How you doing, boss?" I'd be like, "I'm not." Well, you know, I'm not gonna like. I know. I'm just saying. First, hey, nice to meet you. I'm dating your daughter. How you doing, I, boss? But Fucking I, dad, you, I have, you are the first person I have met my age that uses the word "boss" to like refer to other people, and I'm not sure how I'd. I Damon too. I'm not sure how I'd feel What's about wrong that. with that. I just, I nothing wrong with it. I just don't. Are you more of like a sir guy? Am I gonna have to I, like sir you up? Yes, yes. I do not uh, want my kid. Like, are I, you one of those guys? I, this, this is the thing. I don't want. I want. I don't want my daughter dating somebody and my son. I don't want. I don't want my kids dating somebody who's like a, a worthless schmuck who doesn't believe in themselves. But you also got to have a little self doubt. I don't want you pulling up into my living room acting like you're as good as I am. Because you're not. Yes. I'll take you off yes. this earth. And like, you think I would do that? No, no, no. I think you would say, yes, sir, whatever. Like, the sir and ma'am thing. This is where you, Shane would slack. You you yes. don't you don't come off that until I let you off that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, don't call me, sir. You can call me whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. All That's right, understandable. But, but a lot of people don't realize that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, somebody walks up to my house and is like, hey, what's up? I'm like, uh, hey, the fucking front door. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Oh, my gosh. Jose in the chat, I feel like the uncle's scouting the future stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I also, you have to understand, I have younger sisters. So, like, I have... That's true. That's true. And I, I have younger sisters and no dad in the house. So, I, I have a, a somewhat of an... Obviously, not the same. But, like, I've met my youngest sister's boyfriends and stuff like that. And I actually just met the first one that I liked. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just, like, he's actually, like... not. It's not just about being nice, but it's also, like, understanding that you don't have everything figured out. Like, I just don't want... You can't be... Like, there's so many... We're assholes, dude. Like our generation, especially our generation of guys. Well, Bro, the generation, the generation. Look, I'm look. I'm gonna. We are not assholes. At 24, 25, I have met and I've I have heard about the oh. 19, 20, 21 year old. Y'all fucking suck. First off, this is this could be a show. And I'm, I'm gonna ramble. All I'm saying. He teaches these kids from 19 to 21. Y'all are professional bag fumblers. That is what you do. You are awful people. <laughs> and your professional bag fumblers from the age of 19 to 21 it is what it is you'll learn eventually you'll learn eventually okay uh we're dogs from 19 to 21 they're not let's continue talking about dogs <laughs> underdog fantasy guys it's bark, easy bark, to bark. get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with promo code phnx and underdog is going to match your first deposit up to 100 bones Thank you. I appreciate that, Max. Uh, go ahead and check out their their like pick 'em system that they got. You guys can place bets on hires and lowers for players. Anything NBA, NHL, lower on Rudy NFL, Gobert tonight. under yeah, or lower? Lower. Is that, okay. uh, he's a bum, bro. He's a bum. They're playing the Warriors. Warriors are going to dog him. Okay. It is what it is. It go is check out Underdog Fantasy again, guys. Sign up with promo code PHNX and Underdog. Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to one hundred bucks. You know. I'm glad that we got Rashad today because otherwise it was a pretty terrible week. That's fair. Um, because I got into work on Monday, and normally this is when we get mountain mics delivered. And there was nothing. Max was like, "Oh, we're getting it tomorrow." Well, what did I do yesterday? I worked from home, so I didn't get any goddamn mountain mics. Uh, um, which, if you had mountain mics, you would know how big of a loss it is because mountain mics goes um, schmacks pretty crazy. They got locations in Mesa and Chandler. I know we got shout out Bear Five Twenty down. If you're down in Tucson, they have a Tucson location as well. Check them out. They got a lunch buffet. Um, their pizza's good. Their wings are good. Their cheesy bread's good. Fuck, they got a salad that's good. It's 
at that's the top. saying something. You could say that it's at the top of the mountain. Ooh. Ooh. Shout out Mountain Mike's. Um, so head over to mountainmikespizza.com. Order one of their many locations to place your next order. And reminder that if you're a diehard, you get $50. You get a $50 voucher upon signing up. So if you're not a diehard, now it's the perfect time to become one, if only to get some pizza. Why not? That alone makes it. it worth it. Do it. Um, that's going to do it for us today. Sean, this was one of our longer shows that we've done. And look, I know we say this every time. Our shows without Shane, they kind of go crazy. They kind of go crazy. Kind of like my daughter's life. <laughs> without Shane in it? It goes crazy. There you go. If you enjoyed the content, <laughs> give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow the father at Shane Deefen. You could follow Sean to pause at Sean underscore to pause. Activated as always. Shout out Chef, Chef Kenny. Turn me up. <laughs> Chef Kenny D. We will see y'all Thursday post-game show ASU basketball. Be there or be square, guys. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. But for now, peace.